Hi guys, Editing Kenzie here. Just a little heads up before we get into today's episode. There is some kind of weird feedback going on uh, when we get to like my outro spiel near the end of this episode. I'm honestly not sure where it came from. <laughs> we don't know what caused it. Uh, I've done my best to re-record and edit around it um, and minimize how much you guys have to listen to, but there's still a little bit of a weird something going on that is a mystery to us so but yeah just wanted to give you a warning before you subject your ears to that (laughs) this is we need to talk about sam a podcast where a supernatural superfan and a supernatural newbie discuss every single episode of the hit cw show and this week we will be covering season three episode 14 long distance call i'm kenzie i'm Haley, and we need to talk about sam I've all started itching real bad right at the end of that. <laughs> this was the episode I had zero memory of. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Haley doesn't remember this episode at all. <laughs> to be fair, it's not the first episode you've had zero memory of. No. <laughs> it's but, like, just the I most had, recent one. Like, none. No memory it at all. It was basically like watching it for the first time again. Yeah. Well. <laughs> I didn't remember who the bad guy was. I kind of remembered the phone guy. Stewie? I think. The guy who gets murdered? Yeah. (laughs) And eaten like a Dementor? (laughs) There's a lot of Dementor-like creatures in the show. There is. (laughs) This is the second one that's done something like this. If I had two times, (laughs) or if I had a nickel for every time a Dementor-like creature showed up on Supernatural... I'd have two nickels, which isn't a lot, but it's, it's weird, weird that, that it happened, happened twice. twice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Should we just get right into this then? Yeah. Okay. So we open on uh, a guy drinking in his living room. A nervous man. <laughs> yeah. We open on a nervous man. That's what the wiki said. Um, his name is Ben. <laughs> but that's not really important. But I, his name is Ben. Um, Were we ever told that? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you can hear the um, the lady on the oh yeah other end calling him by his name. Um, he's drinking like he needs to get drunk as hell to deal with this. <laughs> to be fair, I probably would too. <laughs> yeah. Um, the phone rings. Uh, and it's clear that he's been expecting this call. He he answers it, and he tells the woman on the other end, Linda, that she can't keep calling him. Um, and they kind of go back and forth, but the gist of the conversation is that she wants him to, quote, come to her. She, she keeps saying, come to me. Um, he hangs up. She calls again. He begs her to leave him alone. He hangs up. She calls again. <laughs> um, and he kind of loses it he smashes the phone he like picks up the phone and smashes it onto the the um he like yanks it the thing um well he like picks up like the phone itself the the receiver is that the the handheld part listen it's been an eternity since i had a in fact i don't think i've ever had a corded phone we did have a home phone but it wasn't a corded one um he like smashes the receiver against the like the box of the phone bunch of times and then he picks the whole thing up and throws it across the room and in doing so like babe mentions he disconnects it from the wall um and we can see we get a shot of the cord and it's very clearly disconnected and the phone rings again anyways um and he doesn't answer it he just tells linda uh he says fine you win um and then he pulls out a gun and as the caller ID reads out SHA33, which I Shaw keep reading as Sha, <laughs> um, he, we hear a gunshot, and it's very clear that he has killed himself. Well, we also get blood splatters. Oh, yeah, on we the do phone. get a blood, blood splatter. They yeah. like their blood splatters in the show. They do. They, they do quite enjoy a good, a good squib. <laughs> squib. That's the, like, 
the thing you know when in like a tv show or movie when someone gets shot and like blood squirts yeah it's a squib that's what it's called squib. it's like a teeny tiny explosive but it's not like it's very small it's just like a kind of like a like a pop it thing you know a pop thing you know at, at, at um fourth of july the little things you like throw them on the ground oh, and they yeah. pop, like they're the little i don't think it's exactly like that but it's a similar concept it's a very very tiny little explosion that's not really gonna like you can kind of feel it but it doesn't really do anything except make fake blood <laughs> spew everywhere um some in i've also seen they'll use like a pipe system or like a tube system um like i think they did that for tom felton um on the set of the sixth harry potter movie when oh yeah when harry like slices draco up in the bathroom and he's like bleeding to death on the bathroom floor and snape saves him um that i think i remember seeing behind the scenes he had like tubes with Mm. the blood that that like like, squeeze it yeah yeah um and it just kind of depends on the needs of the scene but yeah they sure they sure like their blood splatter on this show but yeah, he's dead, and we get our splash screen. <laughs> we cut to Dean is like outside a university, and he's on the phone. And Sam comes over and says the professor doesn't know crap. <laughs> Obviously, they're on a case right now. Um, Dean says Bobby told him about a possible case in Ohio. Um about phones going crazy computers slipping on and off sam says they're already on a case on dean's case yeah <laughs> what case yours <laughs> dean says they're chasing their tails um they've talked to like all the different experts they could it's like every like soothsayer soothsayer and, and medium and witch and <laughs> knows anything about anything yeah and they still can't find bella or the cult. Yeah. Um, and Dean just wants to do his job right now. Yeah. And then, oh yeah, he admits that Ruby finally, or that Ruby had told him that she can't save him. Yeah, which is something he apparently hasn't told to Sam. Which we kind of knew this. Um, after um, Mystery Spot the trickster's like, he can't be saved. And you can see Dean's face being like, yeah, I can't be saved. You know? Yeah. The whole thing. So, like, we knew he had been keeping this secret. But, uh, Sam is reasonably upset about it, I'd say. Yeah, Sam's <laughs> upset. <laughs> and he walks away in a huff. like, where are you going? And Sam's <laughs> like, I guess I'm going to Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> Which I love. Uh, they'll cut to Ohio. So yeah, they go to they go to Ohio. To Ohio, I'm struggling to talk. Ohio. Um, they Milan, Ohio. Um, they talk to the wife of the man from the cold open. Um, she tells them how um, when she found her husband, the the phone was ripped out of the wall. Um, Sam goes to take a look at it, and he gets the number um, S H A thirty three off of the caller ID. <laughs> um dean asks he, they like do a thing she he like she, dean's like watching him and sam like taps the phone and dean's like okay i need to ask about the phone um and so dean asks lynn uh, or, um the wife if ben was getting any strange phone calls she's like she answers no really quickly and he's like uh but uh, all he knows about the there's like a weird number on the phone um <laughs> he's like so she, withholding information is a federal crime in, in some, some states, states. <laughs> that, that's not how a federal offense works dean <laughs> <laughs> um because he says it and he like glances at sam as he does and sam's like no <laughs> like uh, wrong way to go about it <laughs> um but he puts some pressure on her and she admits that um she woke up in the morning and she heard her husband talking to a woman um and they're like are you sure it's a woman and he's she's like well he she, he called her linda so <laughs> yeah um and she tried to listen in on the other line but there was nobody on the phone he was talking to nobody um yeah so that's not weird 
<laughs> so Sam drives a rental car to a house. Oh, you're skipping a uh, oh. paragraph. Right here. Um, in the motel room of the week. <laughs> that's what it's written as. That is, yeah, that's how the wiki wrote it. Um, they figure out that Linda died in a car accident with the man who shot himself. <laughs> that's what I was thinking too. <laughs> All right. Um, Sam found out that the phone number is over a hundred years old, so they decide to visit a phone company. Yeah. Um, they're taken down to a filthy basement by Clark Adams, the manager, and meet Stewie Myers, a tech. With a lot of porn pop-ups on his computer. Oh yeah, <laughs> he's like, I don't, I don't know what this is. I don't know where these are coming from. Like while well, he's frantically trying to close them. <laughs> yeah, he's got like food everywhere, and there's flies oh, yeah. buzzing. It's, it's, it's a gross mess. down there. It's bad. <laughs> he tells them. Dean tells the tech that the platinum membership at BustyAsianBeauties.com is worth every penny. <laughs> um. Sam asks him to trace the Shaw number, and <laughs> and he traces that the can't he can't figure out where the number originated from, but it's been used to call ten ten different houses in the past two weeks. Excuse me. Sorry. <laughs> um. I feel like we're all off. All sorts of off this this episode. Um, what do you mean? Like, I don't know. I'm just feeling, like, really distracted and scattered. The Shaw number. I'm tired. <laughs> this is... Um, okay. I think I just made that sound twice in a row. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> I don't know why I make that sound. It's annoying. So, I almost made it again. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been funny. Me. <laughs> so we cut to later. The boys are, they've split up um, and they're going to the different houses that have been getting phone calls from this number. Um, we see Sam pull up to a house in a rental car. He gets out and. Um, you skip the part in parentheses. <laughs> Shush, I'm rephrasing the sentence. Uh, he gets out. <laughs> they're all dressed up in their fed suits. And he looks really good. Okay. <laughs> the parentheses say looking fine as hell in that suit. Hello. <laughs> Shush. Uh, he knocks on the door. Um, the dad answers. And Sam asks him if they've received any strange phone calls. Um, the dad's like, yeah, no. No weird calls here. Like... Um, Sam says that he's from the phone company and, like, they've been getting complaints about, like, dropped calls. Seems a very strange numbers. Get up for a phone company. Yeah. Like, wearing the suit. I mean, I guess maybe he's, like, a HR executive or something. I don't know. Uh, I don't, I don't know what he's trying to be. But the, the dad's like, no, I'm getting anything like that. But behind him, you see his daughter be like, oh boy, is she, like... <laughs> Her eyes get big, and she, like, very quickly leaves the room. <laughs> um, but as Sam is heading back to his car, she comes outside to talk to him. Um, she's like, you're not from the phone company. Since when do people from the phone company drive rental cars and wear cheap suits? <laughs> Which, that cheap suit looks damn fine. Thank you very much. Um, but she has a point. <laughs> uh, Sam immediately is like okay this is someone who's been this is the person who's been the recipient of the weird calls and he just turns on the puppy eyes uh he does he gets that tone of voice that he does where he's like being really sympathetic and sweet to like entice witnesses to to spill their guts to him um and he basically comes to he has like a whole little spiel it comes to the conclusion that if if she's honest with him he may be in a position to help her um and she admits that recently she's been getting calls from her mother and he's like well that's not that weird and she's like she's been dead for three years <laughs> that's weird <laughs> um so this girl lonnie we learned her name is later um she doesn't actually tell sam we learned that via her 
DMs with her mom. Mm-hmm. I guess it's not DMing. I aming. It's I aming. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but she says that these calls started about a week ago, and she feels like she's going crazy. Um, and Sam reassures her that she is not crazy. So. I'm not crazy. <laughs> yeah. Just a little unwell. <laughs> um, so Sam is. Uh, we cut to Sam driving. He gets a call from Dean, who tells Sam that apparently stiffs are calling all over town. Stiffs. <laughs> he calls them stiffs. Um, here, let me see if I can find the... Do they have it in the quotes? I'm further down. <laughs> it's not the quote I was thinking of, but... Dean says, he, he says, I just talked to an 84-year-old grandmother who's been having phone sex with her husband, who died in Korea. <laughs> Sam goes, ew. <laughs> Dean says, it redefined my understanding of the word necrophilia right as he walks past this hot lady. And she's like... <laughs> Gives him, like, the, the weirdest look. Like, what the fuck? Great. <laughs> it's great. Um, after hanging up, though, Dean gets a call of his own. Um, he answers it clearly expecting it to be Sam uh, and is shocked to hear one John Winchester on the other end. That's a twist. Yeah, Jeffrey Dean Morgan is in fact credited in in this episode with voice. Yeah, it does sound like him. (laughs) Well, because it is him. It's just his voice. (laughs) They probably just had him go to a studio and do some recording. Back at the motel, Dean tells Sam about the call. And they wonder why the dead are calling people, and Dean um, says if it's happening to other people, why not them? Because Sam says something like, why Why are they calling you? Like, why, yeah. are, why are you getting calls? And Dean's like, why not? <laughs> Dean asks them, if it really is dad, what should I say? And Sam's like, hello? hello? <laughs> He's like, hello? Seriously? <laughs> Dean's like, Hello? <laughs> Hello, I'm getting calls from our dead father, and you think I should just say hello? <laughs> In Sam's defense, I also would not know how to answer that question. Yeah. <laughs> um, he comes back later and realizes, or asks Sam if he's had any luck on research. Um, Sam says something, or they say something to each other. Um, I might have to go into the... I have to go into the transcript to find it because it's a really funny little bit. <laughs> Dean says, find anything. Sam says, after three hours, I have found no reason why anything supernatural will be going on here. And Dean says, well, you know, you think a Stanford education and a high school hookup rate of 0.0 would produce better results than that. And Sam just is hilarious. <laughs> the brother banter in this episode is pretty good. It is good. Like, they do end up kind of split up for, like, kind of the second half of the episode. But, like, the brother banter is... Top notch. Very sassy. <laughs> the end of the episode. We'll talk about it when we get there, but like, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Dean tells him he's looking in all the wrong places and shows him a pamphlet about Thomas Edison, who was born in the town. And Sam's <laughs> Got like, it off what? like the motel <laughs> plant rack. Like, yeah. Yeah. The rack in the motel lobby. So apparently there's like this spirit phone. Yeah. They go to a local museum and enjoy a very oh my god this tour guide is obnoxious (laughs) and the way she does the quotey fingers and she's quoting things that shouldn't even be exactly exactly she's like communicate with the dead communicate with the dead (laughs) (laughs) oh my god um but it's it's not even where she's putting the quotey fingers in her sentences, it's also the way that she's physically doing them with yeah, her fingers weird. together. I've never seen anybody else do quotey fingers this way. When I see them, because quotation marks are like, yeah, they go together, they're but sp- they're also two separate yeah. apostrophes, like side by side. There's a space between them. So when people do quotey fingers, they put a space between their fingers. Um, which, <laughs> And she's like got her fingers together which i can't even even, it's hard it's honestly like i'm doing it right now you guys can't see obviously i can't even really do that a little bit i guess this is an audio format so you guys can't see me doing this but like 
she's got her fingers together it's honestly really difficult like <laughs> seriously try it it's difficult she had to and go out of her way to do she like it's her i think it it's more just because she also uses the same hand shape to like gesture like and we're walking <laughs> like to get as people follow her like her little like circle gesture she does to indicate that it's they're like moving a flight on. attendant with the two yeah fingers. exactly i think it's just i it's honestly a bit a fun bit of character work um that she always does her fingers together for the like and we're walking and so when she does the quotey fingers her fingers are also together <laughs> you know it's actually the it's two like that is a very deliberate choice thing is like something disney cast members will do while pointing uh-huh. they won't do the one finger yeah because i think it like looks finger. more offensive if you're just like going like that yeah they but do this the, looks the more... two fingers is like directing you yeah 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 um so yeah, it's a fun it's, it's a actually choice. like a yeah it's a they're very specific choices as actresses made but it's also freaking hilarious and also also incredibly difficult to do yeah she like she, it feels weird she made the most of My her small don't like that her small role in that show <laughs> yeah she milked it and made yeah. it like her own it was good oh my gosh um but yeah so they go to the museum to investigate the spirit phone (laughs) i need to stop doing that my hands don't like it (laughs) sam um gets nothing on the emf meter um dean thinks the phone could be working like a radio tower but they don't know yeah and they're like why now um dean does bring up like the number is from like a hundred years ago. That's about the time this thing would have been made. So like that makes sense. Um, so, but yeah, so we get to later that night. Sam is sleeping adorably. I think this is one of the few times we actually see Sam sleep on his back, which is a weird thing for me to notice. <laughs> but like Sam usually sleeps. It's very distinct, like so distinct that people have like head cannons for why he does it but he sleeps on his stomach with his arms underneath the pillows hmm. um like he like squishes his pillow up um and obviously i think part of it may be like he has a weapon under his pillow but that's a very dean move some people theorize that he doesn't want to like wake up to somebody on the ceiling hmm. <laughs> but yeah it's very distinct sam sleeps on his stomach with his like arms around his pillow he also tends to sleep diagonally on beds because he's very tall um, it has been confirmed by Mark Shepard re- most recently, but a couple times recently, that Jared is in fact six foot five. So, <laughs> um, but so Sam's asleep and Dean is up being an insomniac. No. Um, and he gets another phone call from John. Um, John asks why Dean made the demon deal. Dean's like, I was looking out for Sam. You, you told me to always look out for Sam. And John's like, well, I don't want you to die. Like, that's that's not how that's supposed to work. Like, I made the deal so you wouldn't die, like, you know. Um, and he says he has a way for Dean to get out of the deal. Um, apparently, according to John, the demon that holds Dean's contract is in town. Uh, meanwhile, Lonnie, the girl, the girl that Sam spoke to earlier, uh, is up late on her computer. And she starts getting IMs from her mother. Um, notably, the username that her Shut mother up. is IMing her from <laughs> is the same as the phone number. Um, and her mom says she wants to see Lonnie. Lonnie's like, well, I went to the cemetery. And her mother's like, that's not what I mean. Um, and the screen goes black. And then I think the webcam turns on. It's kind of a little bit unclear, but we see Lonnie. I'm pretty sure it's the webcam. sister reflection on the dark screen maybe but it's a really clear reflection like of it looks like a video which i'm sure is exactly how they did it so but i don't know it's weird but we see an image of lonnie in like her bedroom kind of like you would see through a webcam um and then the ghostly image of her mother appears behind her and like puts her hand on lonnie's shoulder and lonnie obviously freaks the fuck out (laughs) she turns she like whirls around she turns the computer off no one's in the room it's just her uh the computer is now off but the words come to me start repeating over and over again across the screen, which is totally not terrifying at all. Yeah, not at all. <laughs> uh, but yeah, cut to the next day. 
um, Dean is working on the computer and Sam comes in telling Dean about Lonnie's scare. Um, Dean shows Sam some weather report saying that electrical storms have been going everywhere the last two weeks, but Sam doesn't remember any storms. Dean thinks the demon is following them. Um, Sam is skeptical and and questions an exorcism Dean has that John apparently said can kill a demon. Um, he tells Dean that he and Bobby had checked it out, but there's no proof it works to kill. Um, it's like a medieval era. Is it? Exorcism, I think. These things from like the 15th century. Um, yeah, and Sam's like, yeah, I think it is a legit exorcism. But, but we don't have we haven't like have all tried we have it. is this ghost John's word that it kills. Yeah. Um <laughs> Sam's just trying to do his freaking job. <laughs> you know the thing that Dean said at the beginning of this episode that he wanted to do? Sam's trying Sam's to do that. Sam's trying to do that now. <laughs> <laughs> um Dean said he's waiting on the next call from dad to learn where to find the demon. Um and Sam goes to leave and Dean like gets after him for not wanting to help. But Sam says they don't have any proof. And Dean's just going on blind faith when it comes to their dad. Yeah. Um, and Dean's like, that's like all I have left is blind yeah. faith. Yeah. I mean, this is something that this is a conversation that the boys have had before when John was alive. With Dean being like, you know, your blind faith in the man. Or Sam braiding Dean for his blind faith in John. Yeah. And just following dad's orders without ever questioning why, without ever considering doing something else. But in this situation, Dean's right. That, that is literally all he has. Yeah. Um, which makes Dean the perfect potential victim. Um, he, between obviously missing his dad... And being scared about dying, Dean has a very easy weakness for yeah. the, the monster in this episode to exploit. And Sam um, tells Dean not to go anywhere till he comes back. That's not going to happen at all. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we cut to Lonnie's house. Sam's talking to her, um, and she's explaining to him that her mom's been asking to see her so she went to the cemetery but now she says now her mom is asking for other things we're kind of cutting back and forth here so i'm just gonna go through lonnie's stuff and then if you want to read the dean dean stuff when i'm done um sure because otherwise we're just gonna be jumping back and forth and it's kind of annoying um <laughs> so at the same time as this conversation is happening her brother uh his toy phone it's a little plastic toy yeah, phone. You know, on one of the phone. ones with like the 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 shoelace for a cord kind yeah. of dealio. I don't know if it's actually a shoelace, but it's like that kind of phone. It's total. It's plastic. This thing is probably hollow. <laughs> um, it rings. His his toy phone rings. It shows on the little caller ID the number Sha thirty three. I'm gonna just say it like that from now on. <laughs> uh, and he answers. To his mother on the other end of the line. Uh, meanwhile, Lonnie tells Sam that her mother wanted her to take all of her dad's sleeping pills and told her to come to her. Um, and Sam is like, "Whoa, hang on, what? Like, what did she say?" And seems like she want, or Lonnie's like, she wanted me to come to her. Sam's like, "What the her exact words?" And Lonnie's like, "Come to me, like a million times." over and over again and that's the thing that clues sam in he puts the he all the dots connect right there then and there and he tells lonnie that that is not her mother um they he's rushing out of the house i think he was up in her bedroom um and lonnie's following him he says um don't use the phone or the computer and she's like obviously weirded the fuck out um, and she pokes her head into her brother's bedroom as she passes, because she's probably babysitting because her dad's at work. Uh, been there, done that. Real glad I don't live at home anymore. <laughs> also, my little, my youngest sibling is 13 now. 14. 13. Yeah, she's 13. Um, but she discovers that her brother is missing. Um, outside, her brother is just walking into the road. <laughs> <laughs> he steps in front of a truck the way he stops <laughs> uh, it's very clear I think 
they probably composited this shot and had the truck coming towards the camera and then the, the separately did the shot of the little boy <laughs> so that Sam could obviously because yeah. you can't have a moving vehicle going towards your actors especially a child yeah. but it's very funny the way he stops and puts his hands up um, <laughs> that Sam yanks him out of the way of the, this truck before he is hit um, meanwhile while all this is happening back at the motel um, Dean gets a call from John and he asks where the demon is. Um, and he pulls, and Dean like drives to a house and gets his bag of weapons from the trunk. Um, he goes into the house and prepares like the house to encounter a demon. He prepares holy water and paints a devil's trap. Um, yeah. And then he gets a call from Sam. Yeah. Who tells him it's a crocata and he goes, Is that a sandwich? Which is better than Babe being like, what did, how did you, how did you word it earlier? Crocus. She w- I was doing a little bit of Googling and she was like, oh, so that's what the crocus is? And I was like, babe, that's a flower. <laughs> and then just a minute ago, she's like, so a crocus is the flower from Stardew. I'm like, it's a real flower. I thought it was just a stardew flower. It's a real flower. <laughs> I've never seen a crocus, okay? Here, I'll Google it for you. That's a tea. It's, the one of, it's one of the, like, foraging things you can get. There you go. Okay. See, they kind of look similar to tulips. Yeah. They're like a similar, but they have thinner petals that are like spread further apart oh yeah but yeah those are crocuses they're really pretty they come in a few different colors but they are not just the flower from starting <laughs> <laughs> look you're really i cute. haven't seen them before um so yeah dean remembers the crocodas live in filth and he's like sam the basement at the phone company um so obviously sam goes there uh he confronts stewie in the parking lot um, he like grabs him from behind and pins him to his car and threatens to kill him. Uh, Stewie's like freaking out. He thinks Sam's like a an upset customer. Um, yeah. I don't know. Let me see if I can find it in the. Well, he did encounter him earlier as being from corporate. Yeah, um, but. He's not he he doesn't see Sam this time. He just sees it he just gets grabbed from behind. Um Sam's like, I know what you are and Stewie's like, if we're overcharging you for the call waiting or something, I can fix that. I'm your friend. <laughs> <laughs> Don't kill me, please. And then Clark hits Sam over the head with a baseball bat and Stewie turns around and he's like, Yeah, that's what happens when you mess with the phone company, Dillweed. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's like, thank you, Clark. <laughs> like, literally in that exact voice. Um, and then, of course, Clark hits him with the bat. <laughs> uh, so. Oh, this is a scene. <laughs> Babe and I were talking about this episode in the car, and um, she was like, I don't remember this episode at all. And I said something. I was like, Sam saves the day. I was like, he gets tied up and, like, menaced by the bad guy, which is very sexy of him. <laughs> and that cut, is this scene. Cut to Sam and the tech tied up in the basement. Ah! <laughs> um, Clark has a dagger, and Stewie's begging Clark not to kill him. And He's like, you're not this kind of man, Clark. I know there's a good man inside of you. He literally, <laughs> how that's you, how, how he sounds. How do you have the voice down so good? It's kind of freaky. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fun voice to do, honestly. I'm sure this actor had a great time with this role. And Sam also was trying to talk him out of it, but Clark said he's starving. He said all I had was a salad for lunch. <laughs> and he kills the tech and shows his really gross spiky teeth. Yeah! Which he doesn't even use, so why does he have teeth? <laughs> he just sucks their soul out. Yeah, I don't even know. Um, yeah, and he starts sucking Stewie's soul like a Dementor. Um, and Sam figures out that it was the crocata on the phone that was impersonating d- the d- their dad. The dad. <laughs> Shush! <laughs> their dad. Um, and Clark goes over to, like, the phone. 
like control panel thing. Yeah, I'm not entirely sure what it is, but obviously he's like starts like getting into like the phone lines. Yeah, he's like manipulating it with his power, and he's, he's like, "I could kill Dean." He's or like, I could "I'm kill killing your guy. brother," or maybe I'm killing another guy. We'll just have to see how it goes. <laughs> um, and I think let's take a pause here, and this is where we should get into the lore. Hmm. So. Um, Supernatural went freaking off the rails with the Krakata lore a bit. Um, so maybe we should start with the IRL lore. And then we can go from, see where the, where Supernatural went from there. (laughs) Cause I feel like this is the one, I did see the fandom wiki had a quote from Jeremy Carver, I think it was, talking about how... Kripke was like, is there enough lore on this? Can we do this? I don't know. I don't know if we can do this. And then being like, I don't know what else to use. I like, so obviously this episode was probably just a little bit rough <laughs> in the planning phases. So, but if you are down, babe, we start. We want to start with the real life lore. And this sure. is just the Wikipedia page. Um. It's basically a mythical dog wolf of India or Ethiopia. Ethiopia, linked to the hyena. Oh, sorry. Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> Ethiopia. Ethiopia had an A in front of it. That's why I was it's, confused. It's like Ethiopia. I don't know. It to, it's it's uh... like the ancient spelling of it, I guess. First appears as a geographical term in classical documents in reference to the upper Nile region of Sudan as well as certain areas south of the Sahara Desert. Hmm. Its earliest mention is in the works of Homer. Oh, interesting. And three times in the Odyssey. So it's, um... I don't know. That map is small and I'm having trouble seeing it. But Europe, Libya, and part of Asia. In this map, but... So the upper Nile region of Sudan as well as certain areas south of the Sahara Desert. So Ethiopia, I guess. I don't yeah. know, but sorry. Interrupted. <laughs> um, it's like a dog wolf hyena thing uh, and said to be a deadly enemy of men and dogs. Yeah. <laughs> and dogs. <laughs> yeah. I guess understandable. <laughs> um, is variously described as a combination between dog and wolf or hyena and lion. Um, it mimics the voices of men and cattle in a similar way. Um, so, yeah, I think that's kind of where they pulled from. I did see a thing that was like... So here's the ancient <laughs> Here's the ancient description of this creature, which is that, like, it digs up um, human like graves to eat it mimics the human voice um, it is it, this this quote says it is brave as a lion swift as a horse and strong as a bull um, some some of the things that I've read said that like it it has a color of a lioness and a tiger combined and the general appearance of those animals um, so like, we have a lot of like medieval drawings of it. Yeah, um, but and as s- you guys know, they had really weird drawings. <laughs> they didn't know how to draw anything. <laughs> um, I did see, uh, but I was like just skimming through this article, um, and essentially it sounds like a hyena, <laughs> but it closely resembles a striped hyena. How did we go from that to a human with sharp teeth? That's that see that is the question like that I have for the supernatural writers and can control phone lines. <laughs> um, that's the question I have for the supernatural writers. What the actual fuck have you done? <laughs> what is going on? I do not understand because literally the um, could not be further from the uh, actual lore, honestly. Yeah. Other than the mimicking, I guess is the one thing that they copied. Yeah, I guess the idea that they're drawing on is that the Krakata has evolved over time Mm. to be able to take on a human appearance as well as a human voice. That, like, it's evolved its abilities. And evolved to the modern age. The modern age. Yeah. So, yeah. So, according to the the Super Wiki, uh, according to their, like, 
their description of the supernatural TV show lore. Um, it says the true appearance of the Krakata is unknown. It can appear human, but when it feeds, it unhinges its jaw and its long, sharp teeth are visible. It is commonly described in legend as luring people by calling their name, drawing them deeper into the forest until it can devour them. In the modern age, the Krakata has evolved to contact people by phone or computer. Um, they prefer to live in filth and will repeatedly lure their victims with the phrase, come to me, which is what clued Sam in. train <laughs> i don't know if you guys can hear the train but so they have an extended lifespan they can take on human form they consume the soul of the person they've killed or are going to kill they are very strong apparently they are telekinetic um they can manipulate technology or at least this one can it allows him to control computer screens as well as make calls to any phones and then they have voice mimicry um but the way to kill one is by stabbing it in the back of the neck with uh, like a metal spike specifically specific. sam literally that's what sam like is pinning stewie to the car with earlier so um so yeah um we do a bunch getting back to the episode um just a little refresh clark says that he's he's killing dean or maybe he's killing another guy they'll just have to see how it goes um and here we do a bit of kind of jumping back and forth again um do we, should we do one and then the other again? Or should we just jump back and forth? We could probably just jump back and forth. <laughs> okay. Um, so from the phone company basement, we cut to a man who is getting off of work. It seems he does kind of some kind of like first responder job or something like that. I don't know. Uh, he gets a call from his dead daughter, though, telling him that the guy that killed her is at his house and wants to kill him. Which is fun. Yeah, <laughs> this this guy does a really good job, honestly. This Poor actor. guy. <laughs> he does a really good job. He's he's very heartbreaking. Uh, Clark tells Sam about how he found all the information about them through old phone calls and emails, while Sam is working on freeing himself. Um, he says that people are foolish, thinking they can delete information. It always exists somewhere. He yeah, said, yeah, which is true and freaky. Yeah. <laughs> um. He tell Sam tell says that Dean won't fall for the trick, um, that he won't kill the father. The other guy. Uh, yeah. Clark just like. Eh. He's like, well, then the other guy will kill Dean then. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So to Dean is waiting at this house. Um, the man arrives home. Uh, he comes in guns blazing, literally with a shotgun. He tries to shoot Dean. He misses, and when he pauses to really reload, Dean charges at him. Um, and they, they grapple with each other, and Dean gains the upper hand. He, like, knocks the man down and is, like, kicking him. Um, they both think the other is... This is the thing. Dean thinks this guy is a demon. This mm -hmm. guy thinks Dean is the man who killed his daughter. So. Yeah. Yeah. There's a serious misunderstanding happening here. <laughs> um... Clark is doing a villain monologue, meanwhile. Yes. Which is always very convenient. <laughs> for Massively escaping. convenient. Uh, they just can't resist. Yeah. Clark is monologuing about how technology has made it easier to feed. So I'm just loving the fact that we just scratched the same wrist at the same time. <laughs> we both scratched our left wrist at the same time. Sorry. That's random and weird, but it made me laugh. It's itchy. It is itchy. <laughs> He's talked about how people used to be connected or how like people would be more like emotionally connected, I guess. Yeah, he he would like have to like he'd be he says he like would be lucky if he got like one or two people a year or something mm -hmm. like that. Because people would, like, like band together had stories and they lived together in their villages and nobody would just go wandering off into the woods alone. They'd go together because they lived in close connection with each other um and we don't really do that anymore which it's is like honestly, people are, are more connected like technology wise but they've been they're like never been so alone he's yeah like, which is honestly like kind of true yeah yeah like surprisingly poignant and deep for this yeah weird little monster of the week episode that Haley didn't even remember <laughs> like because i do think in many ways that is actually very very true like 
Well, because, like, just think, thinking about, like, tonight, like, um, I have, like, all these friends online, but Babe's the only one I hang out with, really. Yeah. Like, I don't hang out with people. I don't know any, we don't know any of our neighbors, except for the lady whose dog attacked Chloe, but we don't even really know her. Like, I don't think she counts. But, like, like you know, like, we don't know our neighbors. That's the kind of, that's kind of how the modern world works. Yeah. So, but yeah, so I think this is honestly like a very true statement that we are very connected by technology, but in our day-to-day, like outside of those technology connections, we are very separate. Yeah. Which is very interesting. Um... (laughs) Do you want to read that one? (laughs) (laughs) while clark is monologuing he's like doing he has his knife that he used to kill stewie with and he it's honestly kind of like this is the kind of thing that you'd see a bad guy do to like a a heroine a female main character that he has like tied up that he's monologuing to where they use the knife to like brush her hair out of her face and people do it to Sam regularly. <laughs> and He's this is the kind of stuff. <laughs> this is the kind of thing people are referring to when they say Sam is like girl coded. Like he's he's yeah. the female coded character. And it's also the fact that like he's the one that like emotionally connects with the victims and things like that, whereas Dean's the like you know it's a federal crime to lie to the police <laughs> or whatever. And Sam's like, you know, if you tell me what's going on, I can help you. <laughs> like, you know, that yeah. like that Sam is the quote unquote female coded of the brothers. He's also very queer coded, but like it, it's sexy when they do this, okay? It's hot. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> Don't laugh at me. Yeah. <laughs> You're cute. My fellow Sam girls understand. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um and then Sam is broken free just before Clark goes to stab him, and they start tussling. <laughs> yeah. Um, meanwhile, back at the house, <laughs> Sam and the the man are this unnamed father. They go crashing through a pair of French doors. Um, the man lands on the rug that is covering the devil's trap, and Dean, like, he takes... I think the guy had another gun, because Dean, like, unloads this pistol and, like, tosses the... Um, the magazine one way and the gun the other way um, and then he flips the rug back very dramatically to reveal the trap and he picks up the exorcism paper and starts reading it and then the man just walks out of the trap because surprise Dean he's not a demon um, and this is where Dean's like oh shit like oh oh there has been a serious misunderstanding I think he even kind of says that he, he's like let me see if I can find it um Dean's like, he's like, how the hell did you get out? And Dean's like, wait, this is a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> Dean has put the, the things together. Yeah. Um, so, meanwhile, back at the phone company. <laughs> back at the phone company. Back at the house, back at the phone company, back at the um, ranch. <laughs> they are still fighting over the knife. And then sam slams the back of clark's head through a metal spike on a tool board killing him and it's really gross yeah there's like this like pegboard kind of thing it's mm-hmm. one of those ones that you like put the hooks on to hang like your tools and things and it's got some like long kind of straight metal hooks Ugh. and it oh it's bad that this one and the bad day of black rock death the one We're with so the gross. barbecue fork nope can't i can't do mm-hmm. it i hate it it's so bad. And by bad, I mean it's... It, also ah. the garbage disposal the, one, too. The, yeah, the, the garbage disposal. I can't, can't do that him. one, either. That's not even a death. <laughs> I think she even says, she's like, he didn't die. He just lost his hand in, like, a deleted Still. scene. But, yeah. Uh, don't like it. Don't do not like it. Uh, meanwhile, Dean uh, and the the man are still fighting. Dean, like, gets the upper hand, and he's like, I, I didn't kill your daughter. And the guy's like, then why are you here? And Dean's like, I don't know. (laughs) That's a great question. Yeah. They go back to the motel. Dean's like, 
like dabbing at his beat up face in the bathroom mirror when like Sam appears in the doorway behind him and he, he's like all beat up too and Dean goes I see they improved your face <laughs> and Sam goes right back at you <laughs> this is what I'm talking about when the brother banter in this episode like it's it's so good I love it I love the brother banter um and we can get a, a, a brother melodrama moment um the boys sit on the end of their beds and Sam tells Dean that he's he's sorry it wasn't Dad. Um, and Dean's like, no, like you were right. I wanted to believe so badly. Um, and Dean admits that um, he he says, I wanted to believe so badly that there was a way out of this. I mean, I'm staring down the barrel of this thing, you know, hell for real forever. And I just I'm scared, Sam. I'm really scared. Uh, and they're getting a little bit emotional here. And Sam's like, yeah, I know. And Dean says, I guess I was willing to believe anything. The last act of a desperate man. And Dean's like, or Sam's like, there's nothing wrong with having hope. Uh, and Dean says, hope doesn't get you jack squat. I can't expect Dad to show up with some miracle at the last minute. I can't expect anybody to eat, too. Um... I mean, the only person who can get me out of this thing is me. And then Sam very earnestly says and me <laughs> and it's just like the the hello earlier <laughs> Dean goes and me and Sam's like what Dean's like deep revelation having a moment here that's what you come back with and me <laughs> Sam's like do you want a poem <laughs> but I love it I love it um but like Dean has finally admitted it like not finally, he's he's mentioned it before, but he's, like, being honest with Sam. This is, he's really, really starting to freak out about this whole going to hell thing, because it's looming on the horizon. Yeah. We have two episodes left of this season, like, he's running out of time. Um, and he's feeling very vulnerable, but he's, and he's opening up to his brother. Good job, Dean! <laughs> Yay! I mean, they do this every episode. They're, like, dramatic the whole episode, and then they talk to each other. Like, Yeah, it's come <laughs> a long way from just being very, like, reckless about mm-hmm, everything and mm-hmm. not admitting anything, you know, about yeah, his Yeah, to now feelings. he's like, Sam, I'm scared. Yeah. Like, you know. Um, but Dean, Dean says the moment is gone. Uh, he offers Sam a beer, and he turns on the TV. Um, and that is the end of this episode. And it's it's an okay episode. It's got good brother stuff. Yeah. But the Monster of the Week plot is something. <laughs> it's, it's interesting. The only good thing about it is Sammy gets tied to a chair. <laughs> Which is always a good thing. You know? <laughs> My Sam girls get it. They were they stretching it. it with the lore on this one. They were really stretching <laughs> it with the lore. Like, literally, let me see if I can find it again. How did we go from hyena dog to dementor? <laughs> um, here it is. Here's what? What are you looking up? I'm trying to get the fandom wiki page for long distance call because it has in the trivia. Um, I don't need that anymore. I don't think oh that, that's huh. interesting Sam and Dean use the aliases Raimi and Campbell in reference to writer-director Sam Raimi and actor Bruce Campbell who both worked on the classic Evil Dead film series Bruce Campbell huh. is also one of Kirkby's original choices to play John Winchester Wait. we talked about this oh, in yeah. our pilot episode that's right yeah Imagine that been- Bruce Campbell, John Winchester. I still can't. I still can't. <laughs> that would have been so weird. Okay. Um, trivia. Let's see. I guess it's in the. Is it in the Krakata thing? Maybe it was. Here we go. Um, in the, so, do they have this listed in the long, the super wiki one as well? And I just didn't see it? Hang on, let me go see. 
No, they do not at all. Okay, here's something the Super Wiki does not have. The Fandom Wiki says in the Supernatural The Official Companion Season 3, which I really want these official companion books. I want them so bad. Um, Krakatas are described as originating from India and Ethiopia, but evolved to the point where they can shapeshift into human form, changing color and gender at will. Um, there's not a lot of lore about the Krakata, says Jeremy Carver. Truth be told, I'm not sure that Eric Kripke wasn't a little bit concerned that there wasn't enough lore about the Krakata. <laughs> he kept saying to me, maybe we can find another monster. Maybe we can find another monster. Then he'd say, we just need a monster that can do this. This and this. <laughs> and the only monster I could find was the Krakata. Maybe it's a little bit obscure, but it fit the bill in this case. The only time the lore was bent was giving the Krakata the ability to actually control the phone lines in the manner that he did. We took the mimicking and extra... An extrapolation and extrapolated sorry for supernatural the monsters are adapted to use their skills in the modern age uh, i think they probably also stressed it a little bit with the appearance <laughs> but yeah also <laughs> the medieval illustration i love medieval it looks like a five-year-old druid. <laughs> it does look it looks like a five-year-old drew a hyena that's what it looks like doesn't it i just love the middle ages um drawings yeah. are so great this is the, the Krakata shown in Supernatural is very close to its folklore counterpart very little of the creature's characteristics change the most notable they control electricity <laughs> like no, no it changed a lot I think people are just skipping over the whole it looks like a dog thing <laughs> yeah <laughs> but yeah there's Kripke. Even Kripke was like, I don't know. Can we use this? Can, is this does this make sense? It doesn't. It doesn't make sense. I just fucking closed Google Chrome. God damn it. You still need it? Yes. Yes, because I need to edit the episode. Crocata. A crocus. <laughs> but yeah, there we go. It's... I think the brother stuff in this episode, the Dean stuff, is good. Good. Sammy gets to save the day. Dean has some angsty moments. The boys talk about their feelings. Yeah. But the actual monster of the week of this episode is mm, kind of meh. Definitely not my favorite. But Nothing it's got directly some... plot related other than their feelings. Yeah. And it's got it's got good moments. It's got good bits. Um, like, that's what happens when you mess with the phone company. <laughs> it's pretty good. <laughs> it's pretty good. Get hit in the face of the bat. That's what happens when you mess with the phone company, Dillweed. <laughs> <laughs> There's a good man inside of you, Clark. You know it. <laughs> voice is so good. <laughs> oh, my God. But, yeah. I don't think I really have much else to say about this episode. This is probably going to be one of our shorter episodes because we didn't even really do many outtakes. Yeah. Because it's late and we're tired and Babe wants to go to bed. Sha. Sha. <laughs> All right. We're getting very, very close to the end of this season. Uh, as in, like, we have two episodes and then our wrap-up. So uh, I think it's about to start time to start telling you guys that if you have any feedback thoughts questions things like that you would like us to read slash talk about in our feedback or our wrap-up episode our feedback episode our wrap-up episode i am struggling tonight um now is the time to start sending those in um uh eh, i'm brain dead my brain is melting out of my ears i swear to god I'm so <laughs> but yeah and then we're planning a little thing, a little something to celebrate um, when we get to Lazarus Rising, which is, in case you've forgotten, the last episode that Haley has already watched. So, after Lazarus Rising, it's going to be all new things yeah. for my girl, which is very, very exciting. So, it's I'm exciting. super excited. <laughs> Finally. It, it like, only took us like two years. <laughs> I feel like I know some things that happen, but most things I don't. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. I'm gonna, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna start asking you for your predictions for the upcoming seasons when we get 
to them. You already said I predicted some things, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. She's put some dots. She's put some dots together. Some things that I honestly hadn't even really thought about that were like foreshadowing and stuff. But like, I think when we get to when we do like our season three wrap up, I'm gonna want. I'm gonna ask for like your predictions for season four. And then, like, when we do our season four episode, our wrap, season four wrap up, I'm struggling with words tonight. <laughs> Jesus. Um, I'll, I'm going to ask for your predictions for season five because we're getting into new territory now. So I'm excited to see what you think is going to happen. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, if you like what you hear, subscribe to us on your favorite podcast app. Um, we are on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, all those fun places. Also, if you are able to, please rate and review the podcast on iTunes. It helps the algorithm, helps more people find us. Um, tell your fellow Supernatural fans about us, and if you would like to reach out, you can find the podcast on Twitter at TalkAboutSamPod. That is where I am the most active. That is where you're most likely to find updates if our schedule changes for some reason or another. Like, for example, I didn't talk about this at the beginning of the episode. Our freaking AC would not turn off. <laughs> like, the fan was constantly blowing. And I don't That's know what we found out. Yeah. Why? Okay, let me finish this. Let me, let me finish the thought. <laughs> so, I don't know if you've listened to the outtakes since we've moved in the episode or into the episode into the apartment you've probably heard it It makes like a whistling noise the fan the vent right above our entertainment center in the living room makes a whistling noise and it's very loud and so i was not going to subject you guys to that because it was seriously obnoxious um but yeah we figured out why it wasn't working because <laughs> i was just poking around on the thermostat on the wall we had it set to on the fan was set to on not to auto I fair, don't know. It wasn't really responding to our, like our app. It also wasn't responding to our app, which was really weird. But it doesn't make any sense to me because neither of us ever messes with the thermostat. So I do not know why it was set to on. I had messed with it trying to figure out why it wasn't like connecting, but I don't think I had left it on on. Maybe I did. I don't know. But like we don't touch the thermostat, but it took us like three weeks to figure that out. Um, but we figured it out. So we're here. We're back. But you will find updates like that on Twitter at Talk About Sam Pod. Um, we are also on Instagram at We Need to Talk About Sam Podcast. I am constantly forgetting to update that. And you can also find us on Tumblr and TikTok at We Need to Talk About Sam. Um, if you would like to follow me specifically, I'm Little Red Who Could on Twitter and The Little Red Who Could on Tumblr. Um, and obviously, we will take DMs and messages for with um wrap-up episode stuff at all of these on all any of these accounts so if you want to reach out via any of our social medias feel free um and Haley, my love where can people find you i feel like i talked at the speed of light <laughs> you can find me on twitter at life flows on three and <laughs> tumblr at hf thoughts dash blog two very different vibes here <laughs> thank you guys again so so much for listening and we will talk to you in a couple weeks with time is on my side yay i'm excited bye Okay, let's do this. Hi. <laughs> I don't even know if the microphone even picked that up, but it was cute. I'll include that. You said hi, and I didn't say hi back. I did say hi. Yeah, you did. You said no, hi. I, didn't. I said let's do Play this. Play it back before that. You said hi. Did I? Yes. <laughs> I can't play it we back. Have, right we now have we're proof. Recording. Okay. <laughs> All right. This is We Need to Talk About Sam, a podcast where a supernatural superfan and a supernatural newbie discuss every single episode of What is Going On. Why are you laughing? It makes me laugh now. Why? <laughs> the one time I did it over you. Oh.
I think of that every time now and it makes me laugh. <laughs> You're a butt. <laughs> <Can't sip it. laughs> She's having trouble drinking through a straw. <laughs> Have you tried to suck while you're laughing before? It's hard. No, I haven't. I haven't had to do that, no. <laughs> I just experienced that. <laughs> I'm tired. I know, me too. That's why we should have done this hours ago. <laughs> well, okay, let's try again.